Welcome to Choice Classic Radio, where we bring to you the greatest old-time radio shows. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, and thank you for donating at choiceclassicradio.com. Yes, Roma wines taste better because only Roma selects from the world's greatest wine reserves for your pleasure. And now Roma wines, R-O-M-A, Roma wines present... Suspense! Tonight, Roma Wines bring you Mr. Eddie Bracken in Elwood, a suspense play produced, edited, and directed for Roma Wines by William Spear. Suspense, radio's outstanding theater of thrills, is presented for your enjoyment by Roma Wines. That's R-O-M-A, Roma Wines, those better-tasting California wines enjoyed by more Americans than any other wine. For friendly entertaining... For delightful dining. Yes, right now, a glassful would be very pleasant. As Roma Wines bring you Eddie Bracken in a remarkable tale of... Suspense! Mr. Overmeyer wasn't around, so I closed the gas station early that day and started home. I wasn't feeling very well. I walked along thinking of different things, past the high school where I'd gone last year and where Miss Wilson was still teaching, past the movie theater where they were still showing the Humphrey Bogart picture I'd seen last night. I thought maybe I'd go again tonight. And then I cut through the alley to the rickety old frame building where we lived on the second floor over the store. I hated that place. Every time I got near it, I hated it worse. It was no kind of a place for us to be living. I went up the back stairs. I could hear Mom and Sis in the kitchen, so I went straight to my own room and locked the door. I pulled up the old floorboard and got out my things and spread them on the bed. I pinned on the flyer's wings and strapped on the chronograph-type watch. It said to Jimmy from Jane on it. I looked at myself in the mirror. I could have been a famous flyer. I took off the watch and the wings and... I looked over the other things. There was the gold fountain pen that I had only a week. It said L.I.B. on it. It was the kind that big executive used to sign important papers. I tried it out a few times in front of the mirror. Elwood? Huh? Yes? Elwood? All right, Mother, all right. What are you doing home so early? Did you get fired? No, I just closed up a little early. Well, you will get fired. Mr. Obermeyer will catch you closing up early. No, I won't. Don't think you're going to lie around this house when you do. Your sister and I have a hard enough time as it is without having you on our necks. Oh, I don't feel very well today, Mom. <laughs> don't feel very well. Is supper ready? No. Is that all you can think about when you come home? Food? There isn't much else, is there? Is that so? Well, any time you get tired of using this place as a boarding house... Ah, oh, forget but... it, Mom. Forget it. What's this? Leave it alone. You have to look at everything. What is it? An old album of snapshots. Found it in the trunk today. Didn't know I still had it. Gee, is this me? Let me see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you. How old was I then? Oh, let me see. About six. You were real cute then. Are there any pictures of Dad? No. Oh, say, I remember this place. This is where we lived just before we came to Fairfield, wasn't it? Quite a while before. You were about eight then. Who's this? 
Who's this man? You ought to remember him. You were almost nine when he, he went away. I don't. Who was he? He was your stepfather. What's the idea of tearing that off? Yes, I want to. Cut it out. You got no right to tear up that picture. Lord knows I got no use for the man, but, but you got no right to tear it up. Oh, you had no right to marry him. I... Shut up. Get out of here before I hit you again. Get out of here. Get out. I went back to my room. I got out my things from under the floorboard again. But somehow they didn't make me feel very good the way they usually did. I had an awful headache. Pretty soon I put on my hat and went out. The oil and water all right, Miss Wilson? I think it is, Elwood, yes. Oh, well, that'll be a dollar eighty then. All right. Oh. Here. Thanks. How's the new term going, Miss Wilson? Oh, fine so far. I am sorry you're not with us, though, Elwood. I was so looking forward to having you in my class this year. Well, some things just can't be helped, I guess. Do the students like your course, Miss Wilson? They seem to like it fine. I wish I could be there. Is there, is there anything about abnormal psychology, Miss Wilson? Oh, we touch on it towards the end of the course. Oh, I read something about it. I, I read some of the Freud and Adler stuff, too. Do you, Elwood? Uh -huh. <laughs> Sometimes I think you get more real education staying out of school than the rest of them do staying in. Well, I try to keep up with what's going on in the world. You're way ahead of most people, Elwood. You know, I hope someday you can get away from this town someplace where you can really use your ability. You can go a long way, Elwood. Oh, I'm going to. I'm going to do something about it someday, all right. I know you are. Maybe between us we can figure out something soon. Hmm? Maybe we can. Can I come over and listen to your records again sometime, Miss Wilson? Of course you can, Elwood. Anytime Elwood! you feel... Elwood! Hey, Elwood! What's the matter? We, we, we got a phone for Dr. Parker and the police. What's up? Why? Oh, it's Mr. Granby. They just found him over there in the lot. Henry Granby? Yes. I'll phone. You, you go over, Elwood. Maybe you can do something. All right. Uh, uh, you oh, want to come, Miss Wilson? Yes, I will. Must, must be over there on the corner, there where the people are. Yeah, people crowd around awfully quick at something like this, don't they? Oh, they certainly do. Uh, maybe, maybe you don't want to look. Huh? Well, I, I know. Oh, I, gosh, I know. that's Mr. Granby, all right. Oh, Elwood, what's happened to him? There's not much use in calling a doctor. Oh, is he? Well, you can see he's been strangled, Miss Wilson. He's dead. For suspense, Roma Wines are bringing you Eddie Bracken in Elwood. Roma Wines' presentation tonight in radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Between the acts of suspense, this is Ken Niles for Roma Wines. Whenever you entertain, and for everyday pleasure... Your best buy in good taste is better-tasting Roma wine. Yes, more Americans enjoy Roma than any other wine. Because Roma gives you an important difference, an extra goodness you enjoy in fuller bouquet, richer body, and better taste. For to bring you wines that are superior, that taste better, Roma starts with California's choicest grapes. 
Then Roma Master Vintners, with America's finest winemaking resources, guide this grape treasure unhurriedly to tempting taste perfection. This wine is placed with mellow Roma wines of years before. And from these reserves, the world's greatest reserves of fine wines, Roma later selects for your pleasure. That's what makes the difference, the better taste you enjoy in Roma, California wines. So whether you prefer sherry or port, muscatel or tokay, insist on Roma wine. R-O-M-A. Roma, the greatest name in wine. And now, Roma Wines bring back to our Hollywood soundstage, Eddie Bracken in Elwood, a tale well calculated to keep you in suspense. Finding Mr. Granby murdered created a terrific commotion. At first, they thought some tramp did it, but they couldn't find anything missing except a Phi Beta Kappa key. So they figured someone in town must have done it, because there were quite a lot of people who didn't like Mr. Granby at all. You can imagine how that made everybody feel. A little town like ours, where everybody knew everybody else, and someone, someone you might say hello to a dozen times a day, was a murderer. Friday was my afternoon off, so I was just walking around the town and I ran into Miss Wilson and Winnie Hawks. Uh, hello, Elwood. Hello, Miss Wilson. Hi, Winnie. Elwood Parsons, I do wish you'd stop calling me Winnie. My name is Winifred. In fact, it's Miss Hawks to mere acquaintances. Well, I always used to call you Winnie. That was years ago when I was just a child. <laughs> Winifred's 17 now, Elwood. She's a young lady. Well, at least I'm old enough to be addressed by my right name. Okay, Winnie. All right, then, Ellie. <laughs> Say, Winnie, uh, what's that? What? That. Hanging on your bracelet. Oh, that. That's just a little gold football. Andy Sawyer gave it to me. Gee, that's nice. Oh, it's all right. The whole varsity got them. Anybody might have one. Anybody? Yes, even you. If you'd ever taken the trouble to go out to the team. The football equipment cost too much. Say... Have you heard anything new about the murder? New? My father says that if the police can't do anything, it's high time the citizens took things into their own hands. He's forming a vigilante committee. Oh, Winifred. Well, we have to do something, don't we? After all, there's a murderer running around loose, and how do we know it might be anybody? Sure, it might be anybody. Oh, well, I suppose it might. Listen, listen, will both of you swear not to tell us to a living soul? What, Winifred? Well, my father thinks he knows who did it. The murder. Does he? He thinks it's old man Kranz. Oh. In the first place, there's something wrong with him living up there in that old shack all alone. And in the second place, he's a foreigner. Oh, Winifred, what's that got to do with it? Well, he could have done it. My father thinks it's somebody who's crazy. A fiend. That's the craziest thing I ever heard. Old man Kranz, a fiend. Well, just because you're such bosom pals... I'll tell your father to guess again, Winnie. Old man Kranz wouldn't hurt anybody. How do you know? Old man Kranz, he wouldn't hurt a fly. He wouldn't dare. <laughs> Old man Kranz was a little funny, all right. But it was funnier still, them thinking that he'd done it. That gave me the idea to go up and see him. His big dog, Bismarck, started making an awful fuss the way he always did. But I just banged on the door anyway. Who is it? Who's there? It's me, Mr. Krantz. Elwood. Oh, why didn't you say it? 
Quiet, Bismarck! Wait a minute, I'll unbar the door. Hello, Bismarck, old fella. So, you finally come up to see old man Kranz again, huh? Yeah, I brought you some old horseshoes. I'll put them down here. Say, I thought I ought to tell you. I heard the screwiest thing down in town today. Oh, so? What was that? Well, you know about the murder? Yes, I know. Somebody said you did it. Oh, they did, huh? Uh Uh-huh. They're getting up a vigilante committee. Well, let them come with their vigilante committee. I got my shotgun. I take care of myself, all right. Oh, they won't bother you, Mr. Krantz. I told them they were crazy. They better not bother me. As far as that goes, I don't think they'll ever find out who did it. No? I don't think so. Do you? Well, somebody did do it. Oh, sure. Somebody did. He was strangled, I hear. He was. I saw him. Ah. Take a strong pair of hands to do that. Yeah, I guess it would. Well, what have you been doing lately, Mr. Krantz? Oh, nothing. Reading a little philosophy this last few days. No more psychology? Oh, sure. But now I read a little philosophy just for a change. Oh. I've been reading Schopenhauer. You know how he says it's the only way to escape the world? Suicide. Suicide? Yeah. But he's crazy. My way of living is better than his way of dying. Well, why do you want to escape from the world, Mr. Krantz? Why? Look at it. Just look at it and tell me why I shouldn't want to escape from it. Well, I don't know, Mr. Krantz. There are a lot of things wrong with wrong. the world, but... You just show me one thing that's right. Just one thing. And I'll go back. That's right. I'll go back. But in the meantime, while you got nothing else to do, we play a game of horseshoes. Huh? Oh. <laughs> Come on. I got the stakes all laid out. Okay. Oh. Say, what kind of horseshoes are these? They're all bent. Well, I, I did want to ask Charlie Vander for new ones. Uh, they're old ones, the ones he takes off the horses. Oh. They just have to be straightened out a little, that's yeah, all. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you got a hammer or an axe somewhere? Hammer? You think I'm an old man and I'm weak, huh? You don't know how much strength I got. There, look. I straightened it with my bare hands. Shucks, I bet I could do it. Uh, go ahead, try. All right. Hey. There. See? Yes, yes. Just as straight as yours. Yes, Elwood. That takes a strong pair of hands to do that. I didn't feel very well that night. I tried on a five-beta kappa key that I had in front of a mirror, and then I put it back in the place under the floor. And then I put on my hat and went out. You know, the next day they found Winnie Hawks. She was dead. Somebody strangled her. Why, hello, Elwood. Come in. I haven't seen you for quite a while. I know, I know. Everyone's been so upset it was such an awful thing. What? About Winifred. Oh, yes. It's strange what fate does. Well, it's something a little more horrible than fate. I thought maybe you wouldn't want to go out. I thought you might like to listen to some music tonight, Miss Wilson. Oh, yes. Yes, I'd love to. As a matter of fact, I've just got a new album of Stravinsky. They say it's very good. Oh, Stravinsky's wonderful. Uh, I think it's terribly exciting and emotional, don't you? Well, yes, yes. And so imaginative. Well, I'll get out the records if you'll start them. What's that? You've got there, Elwood. What? That uh, thing you're tossing up and down your hand. Oh, that's just a little watch charm I found. I carry it in my pocket, sort of for luck. It was a 
A gold football, wasn't it? Yeah, I found it. I guess some fella lost it. Oh. Okay, sis, I'm leaving now. Oh, hi, Owen. Hello, Dick. All right, Dick. Dad's here, so don't worry. I, I won't. Going hunting? Oh, the rifle. Hunting? You bet I am. Half the town is tonight. Didn't you know, Elwood? The committee is patrolling the streets because of the, because of the murder. Oh, yes, I heard something about it. You ought to join up. It's every man's duty with a fiend like that on the loose. Yeah, maybe I will. We've got a sort of temporary headquarters down at the police station. Drop in anytime. Tell them I sent you. I'm uh, vice chairman of the committee, you oh, know. Well, all right, thanks. Well, so long. Good night, Dick. Good night. Good night. Shall I put on the first record, Miss Wilson? Yes, all right. Elwood. Huh? Yeah? Where did you find that gold football? Down by the railroad tracks. I guess some fella lost it who was passing through. I sort of collect things like that, you know. Oh. Oh, that music's wonderful. It, it makes me want to do things. Big things. You've been a wonderful help to me, Miss Wilson. I, I like to help people that I think will benefit by it. So perhaps someday they can accomplish something. I'm going to accomplish something someday, Miss Wilson. In a way, I already have. Sometimes, sometimes I thought if, if I were a little bit older and you were a little younger, we'd... Oh, my. That's one thing we know we can't accomplish, isn't it? Yeah. We can't change our ages. No, we, we can't accomplish that. That's a lovely watch you have on, Miss Wilson. Oh, this? I've never seen that before. A friend of mine brought it back from Europe for me. May I see it? Why, of course. It certainly is complicated, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's one of those Swiss ones. It tells the day of the month, too. Oh, it's really lovely. I'm glad you like it. I'd like to have a watch like that. Elwood, uh, I can't listen anymore. I hope you'll excuse me. What's the matter, Miss Wilson? I'm sorry, but... Suddenly, I have a very bad headache. Oh, well, of course, I, I understand, Miss Wilson. Thank you, Elwood. No, oh, you have nothing to thank me for, Miss Wilson. I'll, I'll go now. All right. Good night, Elwood. Good night, Miss Wilson. I went home and put the gold football in the place under the floor. I thought I'd go to sleep, but I... I felt worse than I ever had that night. So after a while, I put on my hat and coat and went out. I walked around for quite a while. Once I saw some fellows drive around in a hopped-up Ford, all with rifles and shotguns. Aren't they the station, Elwood? I, I just waved to them and kept on walking. I was down around the station just as the 1140 was pulling out. A man that had gotten off it was crossing the tracks and taking the shortcut. It was dark. I couldn't see who he was, but he had a brand new briefcase. A lovely one. The kind they call a dispatch case. I followed him. The shortcut is a path up over the ridge below old man Kranz's shack. It winds quite a lot, so at first he didn't notice I was following him. And then I got pretty close before he did, and he turned his head. He began walking faster, and so did I. In a minute, he looked back again, and then it must have come to him who I was because he started to run. Then I ran, too. And when he saw he couldn't get away, all at once he made a quick turn up the hill towards the light in old man Kranz's shack. He didn't yell or anything. 
but he dropped his briefcase now and was running as hot as he could. So was I, and I didn't stop. For a second, I was afraid he might wake up old man Cranston's dog before I caught up with him. And then he tripped. He tripped over something and fell, and I was there before he could get up again. He turned his face, and then suddenly it happened again. The same thing that happened with Winnie Hawks and with Mr. Granby. It wasn't his face that I saw. It was the face in the picture. The face of my stepfather. And my hands were closing around his throat. The next day the sun was shining and I was pleased because it was my day off again. And I slept late. I started over into town. I saw a couple of kids running up the ridge, so I guess they'd found them and I followed along. But when I got there, I saw they were going up further to Old Man Cranston's shack. There was a big crowd up there. And the sheriff and three or four cops. But they didn't seem to be doing much. It was some other men like Miss Wilson's brother. They seemed to be in charge. One had a rope and he was slinging it over a tree. Then I saw the dog. Somebody had shot Bismarck. He was lying there in the grass, all covered up with blood. And then they were dragging old man Trance out of his shack. I'm an old man, boys. I can do it. What would an old man like me want to do a thing hey, like that? Shut up. I, man, I, listen, quiet. I got to warn you. What you're doing is illegal and contrary to the law. Well, we're going They're to in charge now, Sheriff. And let me warn you, don't try to interfere. Yeah. Bismarck, old oh, Bismarck, what did you have to do that for to a poor dumb animal? He didn't do nothing. Come on, get the rope. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. he didn't do it. How do you know? He, he couldn't have. He, there's the one who did it. Right there. I was down the hill before they even had time to fire a shot. That's all it had taken. Just those few words and they knew. But it was too late now. There was a freight train coming through just as I got to the tracks. I got across ahead of it and that cut them off for a minute and it gave me time to think. But I knew I'd never get far in open daylight. Then I saw an oil tank car standing on the siding with the top up. I scrambled up onto it and down the little ladder inside. It was empty, but I was barely inside when they were across the tracks after me. I hardly dared breathe. And they were standing in the darkness with the oil and the bottom of the car was seeping into my shoes. I almost fainted thinking of what would happen if someone got the idea of looking into that tank car. It was good and dark, about eight o'clock, I guess, before I dared to climb out. I was still frightened, but I was excited too. They were all looking for me, everybody. In a couple of days, the whole country would be looking for me, but they wouldn't find me. They'd never find me. For years, they'd wonder how I got away. And then I saw two men walking up the track to the freight agent's office. I, I, I was frightened all over again. I haven't seen any sign of them, have you? Oh, I just wish I had. Yeah. I got old Betsy here all time and ready. They were all over, everywhere. But just the same, I had to get to see Miss Wilson. Somehow, I had to get to see her. 
I started back over the ridge. I figured that would be the last place they'd be looking. But at every little sound in the brush, I'd go weak all over from fear. I got there, though, through the backyard. I was hiding in the bushes alongside the house when I saw I saw her coming out the front door. Her brother was with her and her, and her father. I'll walk you down there, sis. All right. We're patrolling the streets by the school anyway, so you'll be all right. Keep plenty of lights on, though. Oh, it's so brutal. Brutal? Yes, and you enjoy it, all of you, hunting him down like an animal. Well, good Lord, sis. He is an animal. So I was an animal. Well, all right, then I was an animal. But I was a lot smarter animal than any of them. I knew she was going to the school. I remembered now. It was something about a sorority dance. I knew how to get into the basement. There was a window that was always open. It was awfully easy, really. And I was already inside when I heard her arrive. She had the place blazing with lights, but her room was right next to the basement stairway, and there was a fuse box just at the head of the stairs. It was almost too easy. Of course, I couldn't see her in there when I opened the door. Who's there? Who's there? Don't be afraid, Miss Wilson. Elwood. I want to talk to you, Miss Wilson. Elwood, I don't. I wanted to tell you why I did those things. You're a psychologist. You'll understand. Please, Elwood, it go. It was those things like the gold football, Listen. like your watch. Do you have your watch with you tonight, Miss Wilson? Don't. Don't come near me. I know don't. you have it. Nobody ever gave me a watch. Howard. They wouldn't even if I asked them for it. They'd just keep it from me. Howard, listen. So I, I just have to no. take it. See? I just take it. All of a sudden, the lights are on again. They were coming down the hall. It's only one way out. The window. I was cut some when I hit the ground, but I was all right, and I started running. And then I saw someone in front of me. He was aiming right at me. I turned and I ran the other way. I fell, for something hit me. I tried to get up. Something hit me again. And that's all I remember. They say I'm what's called a criminal psychopath. They say I took those things because they were symbols of love that I never had. They say I killed those people because they represented my stepfather, and I thought that he'd kept me from being loved. They say they don't know whether I should be sent to an asylum or go to trial. But I don't see why they go to all this trouble, because they say anyway, <laughs> I'm going to die. Suspense. Presented by Roma Wines, R-O-M-A, Roma, America's favorite wines. This is Ken Niles bringing back to our suspense microphone the brilliant star of tonight's play, Eddie Bracken. 
Eddie, even though murder is a bit out of your line, you were superbly convincing as a villain tonight. Well, Ken, I really enjoyed playing Elwood. Uh, say, that's a handsome watch you're wearing. You uh, mind if I... Well, uh, Elwood, I mean, Eddie, don't. Let go of my wrist. The play's over. Oh, but I like nice things. Valuable things. Well, then, you'll like this gift basket of Roma California wines. It's a present from Roma, your host tonight, with compliments on a most realistic performance. Oh, gee, thanks, Ken. I'll have to remember that routine. It pays dividends. And remember this, Eddie. When friends drop in, it pays dividends in hospitality to add warmth to their welcome with glasses of that delicious Roma port in your gift basket. For ruby red, rich-tasting Roma port is a warm, congenial wine. The first choice of millions for smart entertaining. And at dinner time, fragrant Roma port is so good, so gracious with dessert. Yes, real hospitality calls for Roma port on hand, always. Oh, I know how popular Roma port is, Ken. Well, Eddie, here's the reason. You see, in all Roma wines, you enjoy an important difference. An extra goodness born of fuller bouquet, richer body, and better taste. And because only Roma wines give you this extra goodness, more Americans enjoy Roma than any other wine. Solid, Ken, solid. Thank you. And good night. Eddie Bracken may be heard on his own program for Texaco and is currently being seen in the Paramount production, Ladies' Man. Tonight's suspense play was written by Robert Richards. Next Thursday, same time, you will hear Mr. Howard De Silva as star of Suspense. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.